All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to this edition of Conversations with Tim. I have Sarah Funtenot with me today. She's out in LA. She's an entrepreneur. She's a boss lady, all around awesome human being. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored and grateful and excited. I see you out there doing your thing, making <laughs> happen, creating access, um, you know, making an impact. It's really a beautiful thing. So I'm honored. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So how have you been? How have you and your family been during this lockdown? Um, honestly, a, a lot hasn't changed for me. And I, I often hear, especially when it comes to entrepreneurs, a lot of them are asking the question of, you know, how has this impacted you? And in my, in my experience, what I've found is there's always a COVID just mm -hmm. called by a different name. So there's always something that's going to be happening. Maybe it's someone gets sick in the family or we lose someone in the family or someone breaks up with, with you or whatever it may be, there's always something crazy. So for me, this hasn't really had a big effect on my day-to-day. -day. My day-to-day -day is really kind of the same. I work from home anyway. I'm definitely a homebody anyway. <laughs> so uh, it hasn't had a huge effect. My family is safe. They're there in uh, Saskatchewan. So... Yeah, it, it hasn't had a big ripple effect. And I feel like there's always going to be a, a quote unquote COVID, a thing, uh, a resistance and adversity mm -hmm. in someone's life. And that may be actually impacting them more than this pandemic has. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. So with your business, like what kind of business are you running? Because I know you do all sorts of things. I do. I think you've got some sort of university or something that you're working on right now. I do have an online course for entrepreneurs, um, but kind of just to walk you through everything. Uh, it's all it's all in alignment with one another, and I love it. And, and most recently, I just tacked on another thing, which is really awesome and cool. But I actually started my entrepreneurial journey in network marketing, okay. and it's actually profound how many of the greats started in network marketing. I'm like, what? <laughs> because you know, you don't have to have a lot of money; you just have to have a work ethic and a structure. Um, with that company, I was able to build to the top 1.6% of the company. Wow. Took a lot of that capital. Yeah, took a lot of that capital and started my own businesses. So the first business I started was doing high ticket one-on-one -on -one coaching. Okay. And so for those of you that are, that are listening, you know, sometimes you don't even know what your gifts are. But if you listen to the questions that people are asking you, you can more fine tune what it is that other people see you great at already. Yeah. And so people were asking me all the time, you know, Sarah, how are you so strong? Or how are you so resilient? And I'm like, I'm not. Like, I'm actually <laughs> complete now, just like every other human being. But I didn't understand that I, I had these methods that I was coaching myself through. And now I, I, I teach others through those methods and it's been incredible. So I do high ticket one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also have a mindset motivation apparel t-shirt line and like some hoodies and stuff. Um, and then from there, I have an online course for the, the, like the entrepreneur who's the new entrepreneur or as Gary would honestly call them entrepreneurs. You know, they feel stuck. They don't know what to do. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. Okay, great. Let me show you how to make the time to make the money. Cause we all have 24 hours in a day. Um, I do executive leadership coaching and lastly I do uh, investing. So that is my, my portfolio. It's a little wide, but you know, way to wealth. <laughs> So it sounds like you do it all. It sounds like you, there's a bunch of things that you do. How do you have time in the day to do everything that you do? 
oh my goodness, first of all, systems are crucial. Um, a team, when you're first starting, and I don't know the, like everyone that'll be listening to this or getting like the, the, the playback of this, but a lot of people, when they first start inside of their business, they have to do everything. Mm-hmm. right like they're the ceo they're the janitor they're the they're they're the the, the assistant they're the, they literally are every single role and i've definitely definitely been that and i think where a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong is they don't create a playbook right we all have a certain culture that we want and so now when you're doing those those things like each task write it down Like what is actually necessary inside of each role? So now when you do get to a space where financially you can start to add on to your team, you can start to add on to your business. When you enroll people, it's like, this is the structure. You can do it however you want to do it in your personality, but this is what I need A, B, and C. And now you have a team of people that understand and are really doing it just how you would do it because you wrote it freaking down. So if you're just starting, like that is, it's a superpower, honestly, um, because you can you can really start like hit the ground running. I wish I would have known that. I had to go back and be like, how did I, you know, um, to figure it out because a lot of other people also, um, they have ideas too. And I think it's important for you to be clear on the culture, but I would say my systems are essential. My team is essential. My morning regiment is essential. Um, and even though I do a lot of things, I really spend more time doing the productive work rather than the busy work. I don't get caught up in the stuff. I I tell people all the time, especially for like my moms and my women, it is okay to get house cleaners. Okay. You don't have to, I literally, it took me two years. My mom and dad, I just was able to get them cleaners for the first time. What, two weeks ago. I was like, I've been telling my mom for two years, like, mom, let me get cleaners in your house. No, baby, I can do it. Yeah, but you don't have to do it. Like, we don't have to clean. Like, the $10 an hour things, outsource those things. Only spend the time doing what only you can do the best you can do it. And as someone, like, you know, when someone comes in and they can do like 10% of it, give them the 10%. And now you're freeing up space. So even though I, I have successful businesses, you know, different six and seven figure earning businesses, I, I, I have a, a, I have freedom in my life, you know, because I've set myself up that way. So how do you, how do you tell somebody that, um, likes to have their finger on the pulse, um, that, Hey, you need to let some things go. Cause I find that that is often the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs is they like to have their finger on the pulse. They feel like they have to do everything. And they have a hard time letting go. Even the ones that have a team in place, they still try to do everything. Right. So what advice would you give to those guys? How do they start that process of letting go? Um, someone is at my door. Oh, I saw it. She signed it. Okay. I have a package that just came in. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So how do I tell them to let it go? The answer would be, um, number one, you've got to get real with yourself. Like, do you want to be the person like, yeah, maybe you've got it going on, but I personally feel like you've got to find something that gives you five things inside of business. Yes, the finances are important, but are you able to take care of yourself physically? Are you able to take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and then financially? Because really and truly, if you make all of this money and you, you know, maybe you can be healthy, but you have no time like for your family and your loved ones, what's the point? And so for those people, because I used to be this way, I was a perfectionist where it's like, F it, I'll do it myself. You know, like, oh, I got to, 
This is why when you enroll people into a structure that you have created, when you are excited and other people take ownership of the culture that they feel a part of creating, but really you created the culture, mm-hmm. you're, you're still, your, your hand is still on the pulse. There's there like literally so many entrepreneurs. I, it's so funny. I was talking to a person the other day and they were like, yeah, um, you know, when the borders open up, maybe next year I can go on a vacation. This is an entrepreneur who does very well financially, mm-hmm. very well financially. And they're like, maybe next year I can go on vacation. What? <laughs> you know, like you don't, if, if, if there's a difference between being self-employed and having a business, like some people think what they own is a business, but what they own is a job with an owner's title. And that's the worst job to have. That's the worst business to have, right? A business is when you can walk away and the cogs are still rolling. So for the people, and this used to be me, guilty, um, being a perfectionist, where I used to feel like I had to do everything until I realized I would rather have my sanity. I would rather have time with my loved ones. And the reality of it is that businesses are always going up, down, left, right, up, 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 down, down, down. Like it's, it's always an evolving thing, but we just want the trajectory overall to be up, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess the long story short of that answer would be ask yourself the question, what is most important to you? Is it most important for you to have the pulse and micromanage everyone? Or is it more important for you to actually have a purposeful, fulfilled life? Now, if that's what you love doing, if the pulse thing is your thing, do it, rock it out. But if it's not your thing, I would really ask you to take a look at your structure, your systems. Are you delegating? Are you systemizing? Are you automating? Like, where can you create a system where you don't have to have your hand on the pulse and things still are living? (laughs) Well, I mean, that makes a lot of sense because that's really what business is about. It's about those systems that are in place because that is how you are able to, say, take a vacation yes. and spend time with your family because when you have those systems in place, uh, everybody knows what their role is yes. and everybody takes care of what their role is. Yes. You know, uh, my last podcast, um, I was talking to the CEO of Connexus down here Mm-hmm. And uh, he mentioned one thing, which is very close to what you said, is that, you know, in order to be the best that you can be, you have to take care of yourself, first and foremost, yes. then you take care of others, then you can take care of the enterprise, yes. right? It, it's that ladder, right? Because when you take care of yourself, you'll be able to take care of the people that are working with you, then you can take care of the business itself, Right. And, and I think that is very, very important. That self-love is very, very important. Guys, come on, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if you, were to be look, if you were to look back to when you got started, what is the one thing that you would say you would change? Honestly, I, I wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. I, I, I truly wouldn't need, or, because I needed all of it. You know, th- those quote unquote, horrible things I needed in order to, to create the pivot that connected the dots inside of my life. If I hadn't had those experiences of the quote unquote bad things, and we all give things meaning, right? Nothing is good or bad. It just is. And what mm-hmm. we add to that is what it becomes because of the stories that we create. But what I'll say is that inside of, of, of this journey called life, then inside of what it is that we're, we're creating, 
the way that I view things, and I don't know if you've seen this, I talk about it a lot on my page inside of my community, um, is the, the, the stories and the life mantras that you funnel your entire life through. And so for me, I always say, you know, there's really like four or five that I live by, but three of my biggest ones is this is all a part of my story. Mm -hmm. Things go wrong so that life can go right. And all things are happening for my good, even the bad. Mm -hmm. And because I know those things, I also understand that the, the adversity, because every single time we make the decision to do something great, adversity comes up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times, newer entrepreneurs or people will take that as a sign of like, oh, maybe this is the sign that I'm not supposed to be doing it. No, this is the test to say, how bad do you really want it? And so I think that when we truly as entrepreneurs can commit to whatever happens is for my good. If you lose your job, okay, great. Maybe there's a better opportunity. Maybe you are going to miss out on a fight or, or with, a, with an employee or maybe like there, if you look, look at everything as a blessing instead of a burden, then it's like, ooh, okay, I've got this. And what it does is I call it, it you're, you're ready for the battle. You strengthen yourself inside of, inside of the fight for your dreams, right? And some, sometimes, you know, I, I look at the experiences as, as the conditioning. Those things that happen are the conditioning. If I'm going into battle, it doesn't matter how big my sword is or how sharp my ax is if I personally don't have the strength to lift them. And so I'm so grateful for all, and I've been through it all, Tim. I mean, I've, I've been through it. I'm, I tell people all the time, I'm that girl that used to call my mom every month asking her to help me pay my rent. You know, I, I talk about the real humiliation of putting $3 on pump five, not because you're in a rush to put gas in your car, but because that's literally all you have and you found it by scrounging up change in the couch. Okay. And so for people, you know, I, I would never, I would never take that. I would never take that away from me because what it did was it built character. What it did was it created that conditioning where now, no matter what battle I get thrown into, AKA life experiences, I have to grow through and not just go through. I know that they're all there to make me better, wiser, and stronger. I know that they're all there to elevate me. It's like super Mario brothers. If you don't beat the boss at the end of the level, you do not advance, right? You got to keep going to that same. And a lot of us continue to, to repeat the same lesson in our lives because we don't want to learn the lesson. We don't want to look at it as elevation. And so we say stuck at the same level. Well, I would say, you know, look at those things as a blessing instead of a burden. Look at those things as, okay, I'm, I'm ready to, to graduate to the next level or look at those things like, um, you know, everything is happening for my good, even the bad. This COVID virus oh there is explosive growth for me and 90 percent of my circle you know so it's really um uh up to you and the perception that you choose and the meaning that you give to things i would not take a single thing away and i would pray that anyone out there wouldn't take a single thing away because you wouldn't be who you are right now and i'll also just say every single thing in, in every single person's life right now in this moment is a reflection of your standard, is a reflection of what you believe you deserve, is a reflection of um, how you see yourself and your identity. And the power in that is at any given moment, because those are all reflection in the mirror things, those are all me things, you have the ability and you get to choose. Literally every single person has the ability to change their mind and that is what will change their life. 
I can listen to that all day. I <laughs> can listen to that all day. You know, I often say to people in simpler terms that, you know, if you're not trying, you're not going to succeed. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you got to look at failure as, as a way to learn mm-hmm. because you learn something from every single adversity, from mm-hmm. every success, from every failure, you learn something. However, in order for you to fail or succeed, you have to try. And, and trying, in my opinion, is a mindset mm-hmm. and it's all about you. And I think people are forgetting that because maybe it's fear. Maybe it's, just, maybe it's just fear and people have to kind of get away from that fear. I think, too, what we also have to recognize as entrepreneurs, especially if we want to obtain massive success, is truly understanding that the word fear, the thing fear, that that thing that we are, it's not real. And we hear that all the time, but what does that mean? Fear, so one thing that I will say, too, is faith and fear, they both require you to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. Correct. Here is is what actually is happening inside of fear is the story that we create around what we think is going to happen. So as an example, let's say I get a brand new job and I'm so excited about it. And you know, it's, it's going to be this amazing experience. And I set my alarm, I'm going to wake up early. Oh, it's going to be great. So I wake up in the morning and at, during the night, the power goes out, my phone dies, my alarm doesn't go off. So now I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I'm late for work. Oh my goodness. And now the, the fear starts to creep in in all the stories. And so it's, I'm late for work turns into, I'm late for work. You get, you, let's say you get into traffic, right? Now you're in the middle of traffic. You're going to be 40 minutes early. Now you're, you're, you're 40 minutes late and everyone's going to see you be late. Oh my gosh, I'm late for work. Everyone's going to see me be late. Oh my goodness. I'm late for work. Everyone's going to see me be late. My boss is going to see me be late for work. I'm going to get fired. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be late. Everyone's going to see me be late. My boss is going to see me be late for work. I'm going to get fired. How am I going to pay my rent? And then, oh, oh my gosh, how am I? And then that turns into I'm homeless, right? And now all of a sudden, waking up late turns into, oh my goodness, I'm homeless. And then all of the stories that come up with homelessness, who am I going to call? Who can give me money? What am I going to do? How am I going to? And it's literally this because negativity is so natural. Mm-hmm. We have to be positive on purpose. And so if we understood that faith requires the same amount of effort, like, but you can empower yourself with faith. If you wake up late and you get fired from your job, well, that could happen. And mm-hmm. if it does happen, it's probably because things go wrong so that life can go right. All things are happening for my good, even the bad. And when, I, and when you are constantly reminding yourself that these stories, they, they literally, they're not real. It's not a real thing. It's real because we create it in our brain, but it's, it hasn't happened yet. So why not choose something that empowers you instead of something that cripples you? That is true. I think, I think what's going to really stick with me is things go wrong so something can go right. Yeah. I absolutely love that phrase. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. So right now, like obviously, you always have, say, business ideas and things like that being proposed to you on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are the factors that you consider when you're planning for a future business? With a business partner or business? Whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your own, say, future business you want to run, or even with a business partner. Like, what are some of the considerations that you look at? So for me, I want to invest at this point. And so I'm looking at the people. 
what level of person, because being an entrepreneur, everyone is not an entrepreneur. Everyone is not built for this. Everyone does not have the hustle. And, and this is the thing. You don't even have to have resources in order to be successful. You just have, have to be, have resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, 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 yep. if you're a figure it out type of person, then okay, great. Like if you're hungry, because you know, when someone is like, Ooh, I'm going to get it. And not just for, I'm going to get it for three months. Like I'm going until like, this is, this is a commitment. That is what I'm more excited about. I think for me, I just do what I love. You know, if, if it makes sense, if I enjoy it, then I'll do it. But as far as like, like what I look for as far as business, it's what, what do I love? You know, even most recently I was having a conversation. I love skincare, you know, having a conversation with the woman that does microneedling and facials on my face. And um, we were having a conversation about what it would look like if we were to go into business together that I'm actually passionate about. And I know the kind of person that she is. So it's almost like, well, maybe that could be something that works. Right. Um, Or, or let's say I'm passionate about fitness. Right. I could say, well, I'm, I don't see myself ever opening a gym, but how could I invest in someone else that wants to open up a fitness center. And so for me, I'm more interested in the gym aspect of things than I am or in the investing side of things than the personal work. Cause I don't, I don't want to take on any more personal work. I got a lot of personal work already. And I speak, you know, I'm usually out of the country, um, every week or month, um, state or country. And I, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I want to live my life, purposefully, <laughs> you know, be in purpose on purpose. Yeah. Um, but that's how I would look for someone, oh, someone that's hungry. Cause I, I'm hungry, you mm-hmm. know, like it's time to eat right now. <laughs> you yeah, know? So yeah. Yeah. So the personality has to fit. It has to be somebody that's just as motivated and passionate about what they want you to invest in. Yeah, I think it's a character thing. It, it can't even say a personality because charisma, personality is like charisma, which is great, but that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Business has to be built on structure. Excitement is great. You need both, really. Yeah. It has to be a character kind of thing in order for me to even be open, honestly. What kind of person are you? Are you willing to do the work? Because yeah. a lot of people are connected to the dream, but never actually want to start the journey. They're like, what's the secret sauce? There is no secret sauce. The work works every single time, you know? That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So then for, for say, aspiring entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. what message would you pass along to them right now? Um, I know you've talked about how you get started and your passion and things like that. So what advice, what message can you pass along to aspiring entrepreneurs or aspiring people that want to start a business? I would say you have to have an unshakable belief. I personally believe that belief is the most important thing where you will go all in on yourself. And so to tell you a little bit of a story about me, like I'm from Regina, Saskatchewan, and I live in Los Angeles, California. So I went from little house on the prairie to big city, LA, and it's not, it's not a, a, a cheap place to live. And while I'm calling my mom, asking her to help me pay my rent, who is like my superhero, right? My, 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 my biggest superhero. What would happen is my mom would be like, baby, like, yeah, I'm going to help, but like, you've got to get a job. 
And I'm like, no, mom, like, I'm not getting a job. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but can you give me money for my rent? You know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> asking her for money, but I'm like, there's literally no way on God's green earth that I'm not, not going to do this. And so, um, you know, as I started to, to do a little bit better, I would send my parents like, here's $50, go to dinner, here's this, whatever. And my mom was like, oh, baby, that's so sweet get a part-time job, right? And so I say that to say that sometimes the people that love you the most, they support you the least. And it's not because they don't think you're amazing. It's not because you're not phenomenal, bomb.com driven, have everything that you need to be successful, but because they're trying to keep you safe in who you are mm -hmm. instead of seeing you for who you can be. And so how do you create an unshakable belief? How do you create, because you hear people say it all the time, but how? And so the tactics that I teach and the tactics that I use, um, it really breaks down to six really simple steps. So for the newest entrepreneur, if you are struggling to believe in yourself, six things you can do to up your belief today. Number one is to think it, right? If you think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. A belief is just a thought you keep thinking, yes, but there's steps in the middle. So when you think about it, you've got to create a repetitious thought. So repetition is number two. When you are repeating it, you're repeating it. You're putting the pictures on the wall. You're having the screensavers on your phone. You have the, 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 the things written down. You, you have all of those things. And what happens is neurologically, scientifically, you start to create a neurological pathway that now it, it activates your reticulating activator. It's like when you buy that car and suddenly everybody has that car. Like I didn't even know there was that many of this car out here. So mm -hmm. now with that repetitious thought, so one and two is going to do it is it creates number three, which is awareness. Now that you're aware of it, right? It's like uh, having a map. If you only ever in your entire life saw a map of North America, okay, you've only ever as old as you are right now, you've only ever seen a map of North America. And then someone comes up to you and they're like, well, I want to go to Japan one day you're going to be like, uh, that's not a real place, right? Yeah. Like that place literally does not, it's North America. Look at all, this is all that there is. Yeah. And so what happens is that's our friends and our family members. You come to them and you're like, hey, I'm going to do this big thing. And they're like, no, that's not real. So they're trying to keep you safe inside of quote unquote North America, instead of saying like, oh, well, maybe Japan is out there, mm -hmm. right? And so what we have to do is inside of that awareness, now I know I've expanded the map. Okay, I'm aware that, there is actually a North America, there, there is actually a Japan. I'm here in Los Angeles, Japan is here. Now you can evaluate, right? This is number five or number four. You can evaluate where you are and where the end place is. Now that I know, okay, I might have to walk some, run some, hitchhike, drive, take a boat, get on a yacht, take a cruise, take a plane. Like mm -hmm. I might, what's the, the, the jump thing, right? Get on a pogo <laughs> stick. Pogo stick yeah. yeah, I don't have a clue how I'm going to get there, but the how is not up to you. What happens is that evaluation allows for you to get into action. Now that you're getting into action, you're in alignment with, I'm in Los Angeles, Japan is over here, I got to figure out a way to get, get over there. And now that you can get into action, even if I get from Los Angeles and I make it an hour on my feet walking in the direction that is Japan, and I'm, it may still take me years to get there, okay? It may take me however long because success is not an overnight journey.
It is, it is a long journey, but it is an amazing journey, not because of what you achieve, which is awesome, but more so because of what you become. And so now that I'm in an aligned action, it's going to create progress and then it's going to create more belief. So if you have an unshakable belief, like you're able to tell your friends, if the goal is to get from Los Angeles to Japan and they're like, Japan isn't real. Our job as entrepreneurs is to become the possibility. Mm -hmm. And if you get one step closer than you were yesterday, you're creating progress, which creates more belief, which creates more thinking, which creates more repetition, which creates more awareness, which creates more evaluation, which creates more action, which creates more progress. And now you're elevating it again. And it's this ongoing cycle where you've got to be willing to bet all in on you. You've got mm -hmm. to be willing to bet all in on you because your friends, your family members, everything that you know is going to try to keep you safe in who you are for the newest entrepreneur. And I'm here to tell you, if the, the goal is climbing Mount Everest, you cannot drift to the top of the mountain. You have to intentionally climb, but it is hard. And it's worth it, by yeah, the way. Absolutely yeah. worth it, but it is hard. And so for the newest entrepreneur listening, unshakable belief because that is when resourcefulness kicks in that is when you know my car that used to squeak on every block with the gas gauge pointing downward i had to count kilometers because it was a canadian car and even though i was driving in miles ran out of gas a ton of times on the freeway right this is when you figure it out when i when i when that car crashed itself i was like okay i gotta take the bus so my mentor was 45 minutes in a, in a driveway. It was two buses and a train, two and a half hours, one way, three hours ride back. And sometimes I didn't even have bus fare. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I would negotiate with the drivers like, hey, I can't afford, can I get on? Sometimes they would say yes. Sometimes they would say no. If they told me no, I'd wait for the next bus and I would sneak on the back. Not the most, you know, <laughs> ethical thing to do, but the bus is driving anyway. So I had to figure it out. You know, like, so, so literally, are you willing to do what it takes? Are you willing to go until, and that can only happen if you truly believe that it's possible for you. And one thing that I'll say is, you know, I heard a staggering statistic that 67% of people don't think anyone would miss them if they died. 67% of people, that means seven out of 10 people don't feel like they have a purpose. Don't feel like they matter. Don't feel like they're worthy of what it is that they're, they're setting these goals for. So we're not fighting strategy. The issue is not strategy. The issue is worthiness. Yeah. So when we can get to a space where we disrupt what it is that people are thinking is, is possible for them and we're setting higher goals and they're willing to bet all in, then anything and all things are possible. But we've got to believe that we're worthy. We've got to believe that we deserve it. We've got to believe why not us. We've got to believe no matter what. We've got to believe that everything is happening for our good, even the bad. We've got to believe that things go wrong so life can go right. We've got to believe and be willing to move and shake in a way that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. Believe, believe, believe. Mm. Like you said, you have to believe, you have to have that unshakable belief in yourself yes. and in that idea that you have yeah in order for you to be able to then work along the way to get to the end goal but the journey is important to you like you said the journey is important you have to learn along the way uh you experience things along the way that that you know you can't take back at all that you're gonna think back and you're gonna say wow 
that was such a great experience, whether it was bad or good, but it got me to where I am today. But, but, you know, I feel that some people along the way, they, you know, they start to waver a little bit, you know, they go through some bad experiences along their journey and then they turn around and say, okay, well, no, I'm not going to get there anymore. Um, But like you said, if you have that unshakable belief in your goal, there's no turning back. Right. You're going to keep working and working and working to get there. Which, which is amazing. So right. what about those, like, like I said, the journey along the way can be tough. So what about the entrepreneurs that are struggling right now? You know, how do they keep motivated? I know, I know it's a mindset and I know that, that mindset is important, but what message do you have for those entrepreneurs that are struggling right now? Yeah, I would say for, for the, the entrepreneurs, how to reinforce your belief um, I, I, I strongly believe in affirmations, right? And I, I talk about this a lot because, you know, in creating those neurological pathways and creating the, the awareness of what it is that we're after, sometimes even if, let's say, your goal is to make $100,000 in a year with your side business or your entrepreneurial journey, if you've only ever made thirty or 40000 a year, that can feel really far away, mm-hmm. right? And so it almost starts to feel like I'm a fraud in even saying that. Like back when I was... Um, Back when I was struggling to pay my rent, my goal was to get to $100,000, but I, it, was, it was so far-fetched for me, you know, because when I moved to LA and I, I was acting and modeling and struggling, um, making twelve dollars to $15,000 a year, like, you know, like, whoa, if it weren't for grants and scholarships and my mom supplementing my income, who knows where I would have been at my sister, Lauren, I used to call her and ask her for gas money. And anyway... So I I say that to say that inside of creating your goals, I know that they tell you to dream big, which I agree with, but I would also say you've got to affirm the things. If you can't affirm that without feeling like a fraud, if you feel like, ooh, like what happens is you start to repel it away. Right. So even even sometimes people are like, you just got to believe and get to work in order to whatever. And then we, we focus so much on the end goal that we don't feel bad about that. Again, we're pushing it away, pushing it away, pushing it away, because the only way to manifest anything is to feel good about what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so there's two things that you can do. Number one, you can take it down into bite sizes. So if you want to make one hundred thousand dollars a year, that's eighty three hundred and thirty three dollars a month. That's two hundred and seventy seven dollars a day right? How many people do you have to expose your product or service to a day or per week, whatever that looks like to make $277 per day? Okay, there's that way. I need to blank, 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 right? You can break it down. Or I always say, like, what are the next five steps that you can do today, right? In alignment with that goal. And I would also say to affirm the things that are in alignment. So instead of saying, I am making $100,000 this year when we don't feel good about it, if you feel good about it, great. If you don't, you'll push, I promise you will push it away. So what I would say is to, instead of saying I am, I would say I am becoming the kind of person who, I am becoming the kind of person who can be consistent in exposing my product to blank amount of people every single day. I am becoming the kind of person who can be consistent in following up with my customers and my clients and making sure that I have an amazing customer experience. I am becoming the kind of person who can keep promises to myself. I am becoming the kind of person who will actually do the income producing activities. I am becoming the person who will get connected to the work instead of focusing so much on the destination. I am becoming the kind of person who am 
what happens is you become the kind of person who is in alignment with that person making $100,000 a year. So now the iTop, I, I, I'm, I'm, one of my big goals, I'm excited to give away a million dollars a month and I know it's going to happen and I can't wait for it to happen. I never would have had that goal back when I couldn't put gas in my car. True. You know what I mean? But I am becoming the kind of person who is investing in other bit. And so what happens is I am becoming that person because there's power in becoming. And when you say I am, it is a command over your body to mm -hmm. get in alignment with your mind. So yes. I am becoming and I'm okay with that. And it's easier to deal with I am becoming and that feels good and the progress feels good and getting an action feels good and doing your best feels good and doing like, oh yes, this feels good. <laughs> and that manifests and creates and pulls it closer to you so much faster than if you just keep declaring these empty declarations. Well, that makes so much sense. You know, I feel that there's a lot of people that can totally learn from you. So if somebody wants to join your entrepreneurship uh, courses, where did they go? How do they find you? Yeah, so I'm Ms. Sarah Fontenot on all, um, all platforms. So M-S-S-A-R-A-H-F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T. So it looks like Ms. Sarah Fontenot, um, but it's Ms. Sarah Fontenot. And then my website is www.disruptoreletegroup.com. That is an online course um, for the new, like new entrepreneurs that are up and coming um, and really want to focus. And the first module heavily focuses on a success mindset. And then, okay. yes, there are strategies and tools. But again, it's like you've got to get yourself reinforced before there's any space to do any kind of business. Um, and then it does go into, you know, how to start, how to do Facebook ads, how to make time for your business, how to actually start a business, how to find your purpose, um, different quizzes, tests, things that you can take to really get in alignment with who it is, who, not what, because of what is connected to achievement, who yeah. is connected to fulfillment. Um, and we want to make sure that you can have both. Right. Um, so there's that. And then I do do high ticket one-on-one -on -one coaching, but it is very high ticket and I'm very selective with who I work with mm -hmm. uh, just because um, I'm very selective with who I work with. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, but that's how people can find me. I, I love seeing journeys. I love seeing people win. Um, and that's me in a nutshell. That is amazing. That is amazing. I'm hoping that uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people wanting to get into business will find you and go and learn from you because you have a lot to offer and you have a lot to teach. Mm -hmm. And I think if people just follow some of the steps that you've talked about today, um, they can really make something different in their life. They can really make something of their life. And I think, I think that's really important. Hey, I really want to thank you for taking the time to join me today. It's been amazing. And when I run into your mom again, I'm going to give her a big hug when I'm allowed to. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. I agree. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm grateful. And I'm so excited for what you're creating, how you're giving access, making an impact. It's really a beautiful thing. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to have had the opportunity. So thank you again, Tim. Thank you. Really appreciate it.